to more Sports Now podcast. We cover your teams on both sides of the Hudson. I'm Steve Titchener in our studio with veteran sportscaster Matt Lachlan. And week one of the NFL season is upon us. We'll look at the Giants and Jets matchups. Uh, but let's start, Matt, you're heading off to Buffalo, something with the Devils. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Buffalo is the site of the Prospects Challenge. It has been for the last five years or so. And it's where the younger players in the organization, those drafted in June, those drafted a couple of years earlier, you know, get a chance to play. Uh, once camp begins for real and veterans will report on September 12th, there's not a lot of room for the the prospects to kind of get this ice time. But mm-hmm. really, the focus is on who's going to make the Devils. And for the most part, very few of these guys are. But those few will be on display, including mm-hmm. Jack Hughes. So that's exciting. Cool. And yeah, we'll be streaming. And you get a chance to Devils.com. Cool. And you get a chance to look at these uh, these players, obviously, for the um, upcoming season. Yeah, so, exactly. So all it, those the four teams, Boston, Buffalo, Pittsburgh and the Devils who will be participating in the round-robin tournament, submit similar rosters. So you will see, and and Boston doesn't have a very deep prospect pool at this point, neither does Pittsburgh. So you won't see the highest end from them, but it is their highest end. Okay. But meanwhile, you know, the Devils will have last year's number one overall pick. Jackie yeah. is out there, along with several other fellow uh, draftees from 2019 mm-hmm. and there'll also be some you know ty smith will be playing for the devils uh, he's very highly regarded by the team as a defenseman so uh there'll be some good talent out there from a devil standpoint and the best part is you know it's competition if you will you know yeah uh, they play in a prospects week of uh preparation in july shortly after the draft but that's mostly to integrate them into the devil's way uh there are on ice events and there's an inter-squad scrimmage, but, or intra-squad scrimmage, but, you know, it's not the same. This will be, you know, full 60 minutes, NHL rules, penalties being served, not running time, and a chance for these guys to maybe open the coach's eyes just a little bit. And if not in New Jersey, certainly in Binghamton, this is really more, uh, for the most part, the players you will see in Binghamton, the Mm -hmm. younger players you'll see in Binghamton, there'll be veterans who won't be here in Buffalo that you will see in Binghamton as well. But a lot of these guys will begin their professional careers, I was going to say NHL, in the American hockey. Yeah, and important for you so you know during the season that who's in Binghamton and who can come up and who the possibilities of yeah, who can come up good, and such. Yeah, good chance to take a look. So at important the for you to have a look. Back to junior as well. So Sure. But it's all it's 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 a great start. Hockey is here. Yep. And yes, it is. And we'll, we'll, rock we'll be covering it because it's going to be an exciting season uh, for the Devils. They had a great offseason. So uh, let's talk uh, NFL. The Giants are, are opening on the road against the Cowboys. I mean, not, not an ideal situation. Situation, but it, it seems it, it, it happens um, uh, quite a bit. It seems like they're uh, they always play the Cowboys early. Uh, in this case, uh, Ezekiel Elliott just signs a big contract, so he's going to be on the field. Uh, I'm sure he's going to be rusty, but uh, I'm sure he will make the field on, on Sunday. Giants are more than a, more than a touchdown underdogs in this game, which is which is understandable. And uh, you know, and you know, there's some concerns for the Giants. Um, you know, I mean, they still, uh, you know, Eli is going to be the old reliable back there. You got a superstar in Saquon Barkley. 
Uh, and then after that, I mean, you know, with wide receiver now, I mean, I guess Sterling uh, Shepard's going to be the the key now uh, with uh, Odell Beckham uh, moving on. Um, does Cody Latimer um, scare you? I mean, they don't have a lot of depth at wide well, receiver. No, they don't they have feel. a lot of depth. He's got a little speed, so he's yeah. kind of intriguing. They'll wait for Golden Tate to come suspended back. for four games. But so, they'll, they'll rely yep. on Evan Ingram, mm-hmm. and really, it, it, they'll re- they'll rely on their offensive line. If it does not give Eli a little more time, it could be problematic. Um, yeah, I mean, their defense will, you know, Olivier Ver- Vernon's gone. And, you know, they've got their cornerbacks, Janoris Jenkins, DeAndre Baker. I mean, they, they've got guys that uh, that 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 can perform. I, I don't see it as a as a exceptional defense by any means. So really what you've got with it, with with the Giants, Matt, is, is, is a team that's pretty, pretty average on both sides of the ball. Really. Well, they'll start with Saquon Barkley, of mm-hmm. course, and he'll be the man who propels them to whatever heights they go. You're right. Uh, the defense is men's and men's. To me, again, the offensive line has got to come together. I think Will Hernandez is about to take a big step up. He was slightly disappointing as a rookie last year, but he came on in the second half of the season. Uh, I think they they found a good one. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't apparent through the first eight games or so. But it's really up to Eli. If Eli can play well and they can win games, and they don't have to win them all. But if they're competitive, then A, there'll be confidence that they can play out the season and maybe get to eight wins. Maybe, maybe. Uh, they'll also be confidence that, okay, we don't have to make a decision. There won't be that distraction. If he struggles, if he throws interceptions, if he's buried under a rush, if they lose to Dallas and then they come home to play Buffalo, the Boo Birds will be out if he's mm-hmm. a three and out on the first two series and you know everybody will be clamoring for for the backup Daniel Jones. Yeah, that's a possibility. Now they did upgrade on as you referenced the the, the offensive line, they did get uh, Kevin Zeitler from the the Browns, uh who's uh, supposed to be one of the best in the league. Uh they traded Vernon for him, so um, Nate Solder's still there. So they, you know, they've got, uh, they, he was they, disappointing last yeah, year. He, he needs was, to pick it up. Yeah. He'd have to like see it. He's supposedly healthy and he's going to pick it up. And, and, uh, and so it looks like the offensive line, which was a big weakness for them seems to be solidified to a certain extent. And then you got Barkley, man. If you can put, create some holes for Barkley, man, he can do some damage. So you've, you've got a, a big star. I mean, um, but uh, again, um, Eli's got to find some targets. And, uh, uh, you know, we talked about um, Evan Egram, who's a, you know, an undersized tight end, right? He's almost like a big wide receiver, but he is very talented. So, I mean, he's uh, been inconsistent. Yeah. He needs to find that. Mm-hmm. No question. He needs to find that consistency. Look, there are some pieces there. I would think that the preseason for the Giants went exactly the way they would have liked. They got a taste for the future at quarterback. Let's face it, that's the overwhelming question for the Giants as the season begins. It's what's going to happen at quarterback. They got a taste of the future. The fans are clamoring. The Giants from owner John Mara on down have tamped down, not so much expectations. I think they feel very pleased with what he was able to do. And it proves at least through one preseason that they were smart in picking him you can argue whether he went too high, but they've got themselves a guy who looks like he can be the quarterback for them. So good on the Giants, good on Gettleman for the reach. They got a guy. 
Now the question is, what does Eli do? Because he's the incumbent, he's Mm -hmm. the beloved son, and he is the one that inside that building, ownership is, and outside, ownership is very much supportive of, and they want him to be able to leave on his own accord. And it, it most likely will end ugly. It can end okay if he gets off to a decent start. That'll right. keep the boo birds at bay. And then, you know, the Giants feed off of that and see where they go. I mean, the schedule's not ridiculously hard at the start, so they could gain some momentum going into the second half of the year. No, it's, uh, it's true, and we'll see. I mean, what what's the... Um you know, you go zero and two, zero and three. When do you see Daniel Jones? Oh, no. Is the if question there? If they go zero and two, yeah. you're going to see him when they're yeah, in probably, Tampa Bay, okay, and probably yeah. late in that Buffalo game. Mm-hmm. No, the, the here here's the problem they have. They've got a proud guy who led them to two Super Bowls, who has had a marvelous career. He'll go down as one of the greatest Giants ever. Mm-hmm. Yet, in a time where it's what have you done for me lately? Right. He is feeling the scorn of the fan who wants to get back to the playoffs. And they see this proud franchise and they talk about all their Super Bowls, but it's been a long time and it's been a long time since they've been a factor. And is Eli an impediment to that? And he won't go. And who does go quietly? Very few guys step out and say, you know what? I'm feeling really good. I love this game. I think I can do it. But you know what? Eh, I'm going to move aside. So he's not going to move aside. He's got money coming to him. So how Shermer and company handle it is going to be very interesting to see, especially if he gets off yeah. to a bad start. But I think I think everything is set in motion that they will not commit to him for very long because they like what they see in Jones. They know that Eli's near the end. And so once there are some holes in the armor through the first couple of games, if there are holes in the armor, then it gives them the absolute right to say, you know what, time to pull the plug. And now you look on the other side of the ball there, you got the Cowboys again, Ezekiel Elliott back. He's, he's going to see the field. You'd imagine he's going to be rusty, but I'm sure that uh, the Cowboys are going to be fired up by that, that news. And, um, you got Dak Prescott, but you, you you know a lot of people in Dallas wondering what exactly do you have in Prescott? Do you have a superstar? Do you have uh, no, you uh, a manager? You know, you got a, a game manager, uh, pretty much. I, I like uh, Amari Cooper. I liked him with the Raiders. They're mm-hmm. going to get a, the Cowboys are going to get a full season with him, and I think he's going to put up some numbers. How about Jason Witten coming back on the field too? I mean, I guess he uh, retirement didn't suit him. Uh, and then you well, got the Rick- broadcast booth didn't suit him. <laughs> okay, and he felt he had to find some other means of uh, okay employment. Still get a, a paycheck, right? Uh, got old reliable and Randall Cobb, an old vet. Um, you know they've got some uh, pieces. I, I don't know how good Dallas is going to be, but I'm just saying at home, the Giants, who they are, um, I, I think that you know a touchdown uh, dogs that the Giants are seems pretty accurate, and I think it's going to be difficult for the Giants to win this game. And so, you know, best case scenario is one and one going into week three. You know, I think that'll be fine for Eli. Depends on how he plays. It all comes down on how he looks. You know, if he's abysmal against Dallas, but comes back with a good one against Buffalo and they win at home, then, you know, this whole process continues. All right, let's judge him in Tampa Bay. It's really not fair in some ways to a guy who's accomplished as much as he Mm -hmm. has. Although we have seen some of the decline. People point to his numbers last year and his overall numbers were pretty good. But if you watched him, the numbers didn't match what you saw, right? right? But that being said, they weren't great numbers. They were just pretty good. Mm-hmm. That being said, it's maybe not fair to a guy with that kind of a resume and what he's meant to the franchise to have to be judged 
basically on a week to week basis. But I think that's the hand that he is playing because he has refused to yield the position. I don't blame him. I don't know of anyone in this business on the field, off the field, who goes quietly. What head coach? Name me the last head coach. And there's probably one out there that I'm forgetting in any sport who said, you know what? I've kind of lost it. I just don't have it anymore. They're, they don't respond to me. I'm resigning on his own accord. Right. Doesn't happen. There are guys who have resigned because mm-hmm. they've been called in and said, listen, your choice. You're either being fired tomorrow. You can resign tonight. Mm-hmm. Nobody does it. Name me the broadcaster yeah. who walks off uh, and out of the broadcast booth before everyone says, you know, he's lost a little off his fastball. Doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Nobody does it. Nobody. If you have a job you love, you do not leave it. He loves it also. He's healthy. He's still suiting up. He's healthy. He's just figured out a way to stay healthy. We talked about Andrew Luck, who's just taking a beating. And, you know, Eli, you know, he gets him. He's gotten he's taken some hard hits. He has. He's a tough guy. There's no question about it. You have to be. But he still, you know, he still suits up. He still wants to play. So, he, no, you're uh, you're absolutely right. So, so we can't yeah. blame Eli for saying, no, I'm not going to go. The Giants maybe have handled it incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should have pushed. But he did win Super Bowls for them. And that no does mean something. Yes. So they are in this in-between position with one of the all-time greats for the franchise. How do you handle mm-hmm. it? And it's going to be week to week. I don't we'll know see. that it's fair, but that's how he has set it up. And that's how well, the they draft, have they set drafted it up. Daniel Jones for a reason. So when Wilson Gettleman took some heat for it, too. So can you imagine? He'd probably want to get you think he'd want to get him on the field as well. So, well, I, I think yeah. they would really love it in many ways. Yes, because they want to start with the future, but only if Eli's bad. Mm-hmm. Look, John Mara said at the beginning of camp, I hope we never see Daniel Jones on the field. Right. And mm-hmm. people are like, what? And then when you think, well, well, that's what you want. You want Eli to be pretty good. You want the Giants to be pretty good and get to the playoffs or at least, you know, get to that eight and eight, nine and seven where and I'm not sure they can get there. But that's what you hope. I mean, honestly, John Maris hoping they win 16 games. That's not going to happen. But he's hoping that, no, Daniel Jones's time will come. It's not mm-hmm. this year. If it comes this year, it means that Eli has floundered and the team has gotten off to a bad start. And that will be a killer for any playoff. Yeah. So, no, I understand where John Maris is coming from. Mm-hmm. And, yes, Dave Gettleman's champing at the bit. But really, on Sunday, when the Giants take the field in Big D, mm-hmm. he's got to be, come on, Eli. He is not sitting there in his booth going, man, I hope you throw an interception on the first series. Ooh, right. I hope you get sacked and get hurt on the second series. Oh, I hope uh, it's a three and out on the third series. No way. That's not how he's thinking. He wants Eli to succeed. But he's got a guy in his hip pocket that he won't be too quick to go to or too slow to go to. Oh, we'll see. Giants open up at Dallas and the Jets open at home against the Bills. I mean, two things we're looking at here, the development of uh, Sam Darnold. Uh, very exciting for a lot of Jets fans. And of course, the Le'Veon Bell error starts in New York. So uh, two pretty good weapons there on offense for sure, man. Well, I mean, certainly we know what Sam Darnold can do. And how about it? It's interesting. Buffalo will be in uh, Jersey for the first two weeks of the season. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, it was, come I, in, play. Now the Jets up. go home and come back and play. I'm going to be in Buffalo. We actually have Sunday off right. from this tournament. And I was hoping that, you know. They might as well stay in Jersey. Yeah, but that's yeah. not what they do. I was hoping initially yeah. that 
Buffalo had a home game, it would have been fun to go right. out and watch them play. But at any rate, uh, I'll have to find it. But they'll go back to Buffalo oh, and they're sure. back to yeah. that's how it works. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. They're, there's no question about that. This is not. Well, let a, me ask you this. We have, it's not like we have a short week and we've got three hour time difference and long flights back. Okay, and we're right. playing a Monday night. But if it was something. Tampa Bay, they may I don't, stay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't okay. Know. I don't, I don't know. know. It's kind of weird. Anyway, it's just kind of interesting work. that Buffalo yeah. uh, is playing uh, in New Jersey the first two weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we know what we have in Darnold. Does anybody know really what they have in Le'Veon Bell? Not really. He didn't play in the, the whole season. Um, yeah. He's been out for a whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, Certainly, as we talked about Elliot, there's going to be the whole rust season. There. He's been hurt, you know, more so uh, mm-hmm. throughout his career. Um, so. Uh, I'm not sure what the Jets have. Yeah. However, they certainly should have a motivated guy who has allowed his body to heal, and that's important. And so I, I think they have at least, let's put it this way, they have an intriguing guy in the backfield. But we know they have a quarterback. Yes. And expectations are pretty high. I, sure. I, I just don't know how high is up this year for mm-hmm. the Jets. And also, look at their wide receivers. I mean, you know, Jamison Crowder, Quincy Inua, Robbie Anderson, a nice trio, but not not earth-shattering uh, wide receivers here. It's You, know, you don't have some big stars. Uh, so, um, but, but, you know, it, it, Darnold will find them. He did last year. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think they'll move the ball. I mean, their big glaring weakness, and just I've read an article on article on it, is, is their, uh, their secondary. Their, well, not specifically their cornerbacks. I mean, so they're starting uh, Tremaine Johnson, Daryl Roberts. They got Brian Poole in the loop there. I mean, they're okay at safeties with, you know, Jamal Adams and Marcus May, but the cornerbacks is, is, a, is a concern for them. Yeah. And so... Uh, the front seven's pretty yeah. good, though. So mm-hmm. they'll put some pressure on an opposing quarterback, or they should. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, listen, the Jets are not a Super Bowl team, mm-hmm. uh, despite the fact that anything can happen. That That's not how they're constructed. But they could very well be a playoff team. The problem is the schedule is atrociously hard at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at that first eight games, you're like, wow, that's a gauntlet. That's a gauntlet. So how they fare there will go a yeah. long way to determining whether or not they get to the postseason. I know fans are looking at this team because they have fallen in love, rightly so, with uh, Sam, and they like the front seven of the defense and Adam Gaze has given them a little swagger and there seems to be a sense that the Jets know what they're doing. Uh, I know a lot of the fans are pumped and they're saying yeah. playoff or bust, but that sure. first eight games is... But a nice tough. opener against at home against the Bills. Yeah, it should be a win. And, and oh, by the way, you know, the, the Bills still have a developing quarterback as well and Josh Allen, so uh, who they're high on and who has a lot of promise. So see what's... Uh, yeah, first see, games, you yeah, never know. Sure. Right? And they, you know, the running backs, Frank Gore. I mean, this guy's been all over the place, right? 100 I mean, years old. The uh, <laughs> NFL is celebrating its uh, centenar, uh, centennial year, and uh, I think Frank was there for game one. Oh, really? But I know. It seems that way. I, I got the joke a little late, but I, I, I eventually got it. So, yeah, so the, uh, the uh, Jets are uh, three-point favorites. Um, and uh, should be a win for them, I, I think, at home. Well, I think we'll so. See I mean, they can't, obviously, yeah. you know, turn the ball over. But as we know in the NFL, there's, there's always surprises. In yeah, the, yeah. Well, that's the, what it is. Nobody really knows off of the preseason, right? I yeah, mean, you yeah, don't okay, know. Right. You, you have an idea of who's come back. You have an idea of who should be good, right? I think everyone believes the Los Angeles you know, Rams will be good. The Saints should be good. You kind of know those teams, but 
after that. Who right. knows, right? Yeah, so, yeah, we'll but look see. at that Jets yep. schedule. Bills, Browns, <laughs> at the Patriots, at Philadelphia, home for the Cowboys, against the Pats at home, at Jacksonville, at Miami. Now, those last two were not as um, yeah, it's a not rough as go. Big, and, not, the opponents I, are not as good as the first six, but you got the Pats twice. But you're coming off of that, hoping maybe 500, four and four off the, well, off would, the first I, day. It would be, would I think, yeah, yeah I, that would be good. Mm-hmm. That would be good. So, uh, so yeah, so it's uh, some challenges early for the Jets. Well, we really don't know about sure. the Browns, right? The Browns yeah. are everyone's darling. They just mm-hmm. assume Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham are going to be great. Mm-hmm. And Freddie, they're all fired up. And sure. Freddie Kitchens and, mm-hmm. you know, all that sort of stuff. They, well, they're a different team than certainly a couple seasons ago. So Correct. they got some exciting players. Correct. And, uh, and well, we just don't know how it's all win a football game, <laughs> no, which, which they couldn't do. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, Jets, uh, uh, Jets, Giants open up this week. NFL is back. We're excited about that. And, of course, we follow it on moresportsnow.com. This is our podcast. It's a weekly podcast. So check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram as well. And uh, we'll catch you next week with uh, plenty more sports talk. I'm Steve Titchener here with Matt Lachlan. Bye-bye. 